one, a two, one, a three, one, a four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Design. This is me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Aloha kako. Aloha, today's daily Mana Bomb is Plato once shared, no one is hated more than he who speaks the truth. Our focus, and he who has to accept the truth within themselves. The way we want to engage is, can you honestly say that you deny your truth? That accepting your so-called flaws is hard or maybe just admitting it's a flaw? Let's keep in mind that what may be a flaw to yourself can actually be used for good if you change the way you use it. So that's today's Daily Manavam. I mean, whew, the truth will set you free. Yes, it will, girl. Yes, it will. It just did. <laughs> it just did. And learning about flaws and recognition, life in general. I had to try and figure out what that meant for me. I find that all this time that I've been dating, I've been looking for this particular person. Very specific. Every time I meet someone, they never add up. Three out of five things, right? Sometimes four out of five. I just realized today, right before we decided to talk about this particular monobomb, that it's me. That's my flaw. My flaw is having those expectations on other people, realizing that that's my flaw. How the frick am I going to fix it? How do you begin to turn it around and use it for good? I had to recognize, first of all, and acknowledge that it is a flaw. So me trying to figure out what I want in someone else. In actuality, it's I need to be me first. That was an effing hard pill to swallow because who is me? Who is Kulan? Still trying to figure her out. What a potent manabam we have today. Thank you, Plato. Sis, share with us what you were thinking when this manabam came into fruition. One of the biggest things that I've gone through in the past 12 months through Ho'amana was accepting the truth and how I accepted the truth. For the first time ever in my life, I had bombs dropping on me of this reality that I knew was the truth for years. And then suddenly the confirmations and dates and times, the hows, the details, they all came into fruition. In fact, almost literally handed to me. But because I had done a lot of work up into that point. And because I shifted the way I looked at the world and myself, when those truths came to me, I cannot express how freeing that was. And the freedom in which I accepted that was I didn't let it affect me at all. In fact, it made me stronger. Now, the thing about that is... It sucks to know the truth. It sucks to know that your environment shaped your entire way of thinking, feeling, your self-worth. It made you do questionable things. It made you want to give up many times. And as I was fixing that, while every moment I had a chance to, while I was out of it, I went, I went hard. I went all in to try to fix that. So when these truths were brought to me, yeah. No one is hated more than he who speaks the truth. But that's not true. I don't feel that way. I actually love the fact that I have people who can tell me the truth. I honor them more. I value them more because they're there 
to release me from the mental chains that hold me back from growth. Even that he who has to accept the truth within themselves. Like it, that's hard. I had to turn off a lot of emotions. Prior to the turning off the emotions, I turned the emotions on full black and felt like I felt everything. Cried, hurt, laughed, turned it around. And then when it was the truth was given to me, I literally turned off all the emotions. And I went into logic. And that helped me to understand what the hell was going on and why. I was curious more on not what you did to me, but more on like, why? And then that, in that logic, in that balance of flushing out my emotions, getting to a place of logic, combining the two, I was able to recognize that wasn't me, right? That was a situation that was put in front of me, but I absorbed it. And now I'm here, a balance of more emotion than logic, because I want to be in it. This is where I wanted to talk about control and manipulation. For a long time, I was being controlled and manipulated by others. What I didn't recognize, I was being controlling and manipulating to make things happen for myself based off of my expectations. Actually, now that I'm talking about it, it's kind of like your situation as well, as well, right? We tend to control and manipulate a situation for our benefit, for our security, so that we don't get hurt. And then we get pissed off at other people who are controlling and manipulating their situation. So now if we think about it, they're probably doing that so they don't get hurt. We're probably doing this so we don't get hurt. Here's the irony. We're jacking each other up. (laughs) So I wanted to go to a place of like, okay, now I'm at a place of understanding harmonious collaboration, right? Finding a place where I can collaborate with another person with the confidence of knowing who I am, not having to control the situation. I don't have to control the situation. I only have to control myself. I don't have to manipulate the situation to fit my need. I just have to manipulate the way I look at things. So that's how I wanted to say like your flaws can be used for good if used correctly. So control and manipulation can be used in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like parents to children, we control their environment so that they can have a space of learning and growth. Manipulate certain situations. Like for me, you know, the ocean is dangerous. I will allow my, if my children feel confident enough to jump in the ocean when it's not. And I'm right there and I'm confident enough that I can run and get in that ocean fast enough to save them. <laughs> I'm actually going to let them go. I'm going to manipulate the situation to give them more confidence to know exactly what to do. Don't turn your back. If, if it starts to pull you, go out, dock under the waves, go out further, tread water, catch the next wave. So I'm giving them information to manipulate the situation without taking them away from their experience, but knowing they have a safe place to experience it. So I'm the kind of mom that's like, go fall down, go hurt yourself, go in the ocean. But I'm also the same person that's going to stand there and protect them and make sure nothing happens to them. I'm not going to do that irresponsibly, very responsible because they need to feel that. that my father did the same thing to me. My grandparents did the same thing to me. I hated it, but I learned. <laughs> and quickly. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way we would look at manipulation and control in a positive way. As long as we know, Kulani had shared it with me earlier, the difference in intention. Is it for you or is it for them? And how responsible are you with this intention? I love what you just said about harmonious collaboration. That just rolled so nicely. And I think I'm at the space now when I'm recognizing that there are flaws and that they need to be spoken about so that they can be addressed. I still have yet to dump some emotional feels out before I can sit in that logistical kind of, in that logic brain. But I understand the process now. With this one particular flaw that we're looking at, and honestly, it's about the dating scene, right? I've been just dating to date to get used to the actual having to be in a partnership with someone else and recognizing that nobody was good enough because I kept 
saying they don't have this, this, and this. You know, I had a great husband. It's a comparison, which is the stupidest thing to do when you're dating, ladies. Don't do that. Don't compare because they're not the same person. They'll never be another person like Darren for me. But they could, there could be another person that I could fall in love with. There are possibilities out there. But I was just like, nah. I recognize that one flaw is I wasn't making myself reachable. I was just like, even though I was saying, oh, you know, nah, that I was pushing away, basically. Yeah, definitely wasn't looking inward first. There's truth in the saying, you got to love yourself in order to love anybody else. I know that I love me, but do I love me enough to let somebody else love me? That is the question. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part is that self-love is not just self-care. I'm going to go to the spa and take a day off. Like self-love is literally I can work to my bones and still love myself and still be okay. And still like, and what I'm finding right now where I'm at in my life is I can play amongst chaos and recognize I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to run away from it anymore. I'm going to put myself here and then I'm going to watch myself go until I become the environment that this chaos is around. We are a part of our environment. This chaos not going to last long. Why? Because as long as I'm growing, people within this chaos are going to leave. They're not like, they're not ready. Or this doesn't fit their need. Or the ones who are in chaos will end up growing too. And this is where I say your sum of five is so important. So important. Because... We're all going to come with different growths, expansions. And the nice thing is, is when it, when it's growing like this, the other one sees it and wants to grow too. And then even for us like this. And the nice thing is not competition, it's striving. It's striving and we're growing and growing. So your sum of five is very, very, very important. Uh, loving yourself first, the, the ultimate. We say we do. I love myself. It's not that easy. Let alone we expect somebody else to love us too. Flaws and all. That was my other post, right? If you're still here at my worst, yeah. Thank you for having healthy boundaries. Thank you for having healthy boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we actually get enlightened, Kako, as we're doing the podcast. So, no joke. This is life happening. So, I appreciate you folks for joining and listening in with us. It's always amazing to hear stories and mana'o ideas and thoughts from people when they respond to our uh, posts announcing the Manabom Jots. So mahalo for hanging in there with us. Whew, guys, we're almost at episode 25. Before we leave, though, I do want to mention, if you get a chance to get onto our Instagram, please follow Pomahina Designs and Manabom's LLC to catch the Mana Minutes which are our lives every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. The goal is to make it like minutes, like 10 minutes where we share them on a bomb and then you guys can come in and share your experiences or share questions or however you want to share. And we have exciting news as we're working on this. Uh, as you folks have been listening to in the past Monobomb podcasts, a lot of the things that current kulani is is the dating scene so i was thinking we need to have podcasts based on dating 
successes and challenges. Whoever is down to come and listen to that, we're hoping to have those on Wednesdays. We'll let you guys know when the launch happens. Get ready for it. We'll probably end up doing some speed dating for all you folks who are interested in meeting new people and getting to know new people in a safe environment with the idea that we are here to support your journey versus just letting you go havoc crazy on a dating app which is fine too which is fine too yes wreak havoc you can yeah wreak havoc it was fun for the moment yeah (laughs) yeah so you you could do it too i mean this is where we state where we are and our intentions are and if it's just wreaking havoc wreak havoc but if it's for those who are looking for uh deep friendships possible relationships or even just networking i think these speed dates would be a place for you yeah, this is going to be fun, Kako. For real, for real. If you're down with the click, let me hear you say, I'm down with it. And if you have any questions regarding our vision and vibes, Paina, because we still do them once a month. Our next one coming up will be in April on the 12th. We want to mahalo everybody who's joined us so far in all of our vision and vibes, Paina, because you folks have made it so amazingly fun. Thank you guys for jumping on. Right on. Mahalo. Mahalo to all those who joined us in our visioning vibes. And we're going to look forward to the end of the year when we see how this all comes into fruition. So if you're not on that train, jump on. There is no time that is too late. With that being said, signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoe Lani Davis. Hi, and it's me over on Oahu, Kulani Jarmaiwang. Ahuiho, Kako. Ahuiho. Thank you, everyone, for spending some time with us today. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and listen to what happens next. <music>